This program is brought to you by Suffolk University. Please visit us on the web at www.suffolk.edu. This is Stacy Friends, and I'm a trademark, copyright, and entertainment attorney with Roberto Israel and Weiner in Boston, former adjunct professor of copyright law at Suffolk Law School. I am recording this podcast on January 29, 2010, and I've been asked to speak about the current status of the Google Books case. This case is about Google's initiative to digitize books and make them available online. This seems like a great idea. I think everyone is in in favor of this idea in theory. It would make available online, many of them out of print and hard to find, is generally viewed as a great idea. The problem is, is that Google decided to go ahead and digitize the books without asking anyone. Publishers and authors filed a suit saying that copyright law protects against unauthorized copying, display, distribution, and Google therefore needs permission to digitize and make these works available even in snippets, which is what Google was going to do, make little snippets of the paragraphs of the book available so people could see what it was and then, I guess, decide to order it or if it was available free, then go from there. Google claimed fair use, citing a number of different precedents, including the Arebasoft case, and noted that authors could opt out if they wanted to. And the authors argued in turn that copyright law didn't work that way. Copyright law was in effect and Google had to get permission. That wasn't an opt-out situation. A few years later, <laughs> literally, the settlement agreement was presented. This was in 2008. The plaintiff subjected, noting several serious issues. There's a laundry list of problems that they saw with the proposed settlement, inclusion of foreign rights holders, a very limited time to find authors of what are called orphan works, where you're not sure who the author is, censorship, library copies restricted, privacy issues, antitrust issues, pricing issues, a myriad of different problems with the settlement. Just this past fall, the Department of Justice weighed in on this and said the settlement likely did not comport with copyright and antitrust laws. So everyone was ordered back to the drawing board, so to speak, and was given a very short deadline of just a few months. They were supposed to respond by November 9th with a revised settlement. They were, I think, after that, granted a short extension of five days. So on the 13th, a new settlement agreement was presented with a number of different revisions. They excluded foreign rights holders. They gave extra time for the Books Rights Registry to find authors of orphan works. They gave better access to libraries. They limited their business models. They gave more control to copyright holders and so on. Authors had until actually yesterday to opt out if they wanted to, opt out of Google Books basically opt out of the settlement agreement. The Authors Guild and the Association of American Publishers, who are the key plaintiffs in the case to begin with, are now on board with the settlement agreement and some prominent authors and their states as well. Many authors are still opposed and they've made that public and there is to be a fairness hearing on February 18th and that is where the court is likely to decide whether this revised settlement agreement solves all of the issues it had raised before. We'll wait a few more weeks and, and see what happens at the fairness hearing, and perhaps I'll be speaking about this soon. This preceding program was brought to you by Suffolk University. Please visit us on the web at www.suffolk.edu.